Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Caitlin here with you guys. And Jessica, I am so excited for this episode, Caitlin. I know you've been like dying to do this one. <laughs> it's going to be fun. We're going to share some good ideas here. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Um, before we dive into the episode today, though, I just want to let you know, this is episode three of a three-part podcast series called the Down to Teaching Podcast Series. And we're talking about really the basics of lesson planning of the things mm-hmm. that they should have taught us in school, but never did things that are actionable that you can actually use to really find that work-life balance, you know, so that you're not working and planning all the time. Um, and you have more free time to, to do the things outside of school that you love. And when this airs, Jessica, we are actually together in Manhattan beach. I cannot <laughs> wait. I am so pumped for that. Yeah. We're recording this obviously before we'll be together, but it's going to be so much fun. We're going to be doing all these special little surprises for our event. And we can't wait to connect with all of you and dive in deeper about our systems and our processes to make life easier as a teacher. Yes. Yeah. And if you haven't heard the news, our EV teachers club is officially open for new teachers to join us. I know I'm so excited. We only open up once a year. We were open for enrollment back in January of this year, but we're only going to do it in June now. Um, It's just this huge fun event for our teachers to Mm -hmm. to get to be a part of. Um, And then we get to welcome new, a new cohort of teachers. And it's just such a magical thing. Like I love this time of year so much. So do I. It's fun to connect with all the teachers and serve them and hang out together and make it really a fun, memorable year where we're moving the needle for our students, where they're succeeding as readers and writers. Yes, exactly. All right. So let's dive into the episode. We're going to be talking about making next year fun and easy without sacrificing learning or rigor. So take it away. What are these fun ideas? I'm so excited. Dang. So I love that we're, again, that we're doing this in June so that you can already be thinking about next year and maybe give you that renewed sense of excitement to go back in the classroom after this hectic and unusual year. So I'm going to point out that in the last episode, we talked a lot about spiraling our curriculum, right? Our content. And it's so important if we want our students to master the standards. So the activity I'm going to share with you today is going to be a spiraling activity I'll speak more into that. And it's super fun, but you're going to hit all your standards. So it's got the rigor. So I want you to imagine it's the beginning of the school year. You're walking back into your classroom and you need your first writing unit. Well, if you've listened to us before, you know that Caitlin and I always say, start with narrative writing. It's a way to give your students a quick win in the classroom. It's a fun unit to teach. You get to learn more about your students and really just set the stage for the school year. So we firmly believe you start with narrative writing. So we're going to imagine you do like a three week unit. You teach them all about leads and transitions and endings and dynamic vocabulary, right? They publish their work. You have a publishing party. All of that's wonderful. But again, you know that you need to spiral this because they have not mastered the crazy amount of narrative writing standards that there are. If you ever go look at the common core standards, there are a bunch for narrative writing. So, you know, you need to revisit this concept later in the year. And so we always teach our EB teachers, okay, do a mini lesson, maybe a month later on leads or do one later on, on transitions. But the activity I'm going to talk about today is more of like a, maybe a two class period activity that you would do later in the year to spiral in narrative writing. And again, bring the fun and the rigor. So are you guys ready? Yes, I'm ready. (laughs) So Caitlin, I kind of mentioned to you this earlier, but do you remember as a kid playing the game mash where you would like predict your future? right? Who's your husband going to be and how many kids would you have? Right. So 
we decided on our curriculum team that it would be really fun to use that concept of mash the nineties slumber party game and do it with your students in a narrative writing activity. So it is so cool. Patricia, who is our curriculum creator. She's brilliant. She came up with this. I gave her the overall idea and then she broke it down. It's so cool. So here's what you could do with your students. You give them a mash board. So basically we've created this for our EB teachers, but it's like a graphic organizer and it says mash at the top. And there's a box underneath it where they remember drawing like the little spiral mm-hmm. and you count yep, the lines. Count. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, instead of mash standing for mansion, apartment, et cetera, it stands for different things. So in this case for narrative writing, it would be different settings. So the M is like a magical kingdom, the A, another planet, etc. And then on the side, instead of where you picked, you know, your celebrity crushes for your future husband or, you know, your crush in class, instead we have different categories. So one might be four different pieces of dialogue, totally random, right? And then another section of the mashboard is a totally different, um, category. So it's four different conflicts. Maybe it's an internal conflict or a conflict between two characters. So we have different categories around the board. So then students get with a partner and they draw their little spiral and they count the lines and you can picture this. You're going to start crossing off the different categories. So what you end up with is a setting, some random piece of dialogue, the conflict, and then whatever the other categories are. And then students have to go create a narrative using those. And it's so fun and so silly because you're left with a whole bunch of truly random things that you need to turn into a story. Now, of course, we will be reminding our students, you must have a lead and you must have transitions, right? Those are all the concepts we focused on earlier in the year. We'll review with them the the story arc they have to follow. So they're meeting those narrative standards and they're writing, but it's super fun because they're playing mash and you can tell them all about how you played it as a kid. And it's just a really fun, engaging activity, but it's still bringing the rigor. So I hope you're hearing this and saying, I have to try that in my class because I love it's that so, so much. fun. <laughs> and that's I pl- so, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was just going to say that's so perfect because it's such a great example of having fun right in your classroom, but students are still learning. They're still yeah. working on rigorous content. Like that's actually kind of hard. I feel like that's harder than giving them something else, you know, cause it is yeah. truly random. <laughs> it's right. They might say like, I have no idea. What could the inner conflict be between this character that I selected? You know, so they really do have to think they have to map out their story, but it ends up being like really unique stories that they can then share aloud. And it just brings students together, especially like, think about this, who knows? Some students might end up with the same categories. Like maybe if Caitlin and I are doing this in class randomly, we end up with the M for magical kingdom. And we end up with the same piece of dialogue, but our stories could be so, so different. So that's a really cool thing to talk about with your students and, you know, tie in some discussion. Yeah. And I love that. And I think that speaks into so much of what we want as teachers, right. Is we want to have more engaged students in our classroom. Like we want them to be excited to show up because, and we've talked about this a million times, I feel like, but you can't say it enough when our kids are excited to be at school and we're excited to be at school, what happens in the classroom is so much 
better for everybody, right? Then if we're just trudging through the day and we're bored with this activity, or we don't want to do this particular thing, not just us, but our students as well. Um, and so I think that really speaks into that desire that a lot of us have as teachers is just more engaged students that ultimately leads to better readers and writers. Right. So what a win, you know, I love that. I love it. Um, so if you are looking for more lessons like that, and you really do want to engage your students, like we just talked about, but you also need that free time, right? You don't want to maybe spend all of the time to create that, you know, let us do a lot of the work for you so you can spend less time planning and let us give you that structure for teaching writing so that you have that narrative unit that Jessica talked about, or that you can come back to spiraling narratives through our lessons and through our idea and really follow our, our teaching philosophy and pedagogy. Um, we'd love to invite you to join us in the EB teachers club. Like I said, at the beginning, it's open for enrollment. I think until Jessica, what the 24th or something like that. Thursday. What date is it? Close? I can't remember Friday. Off the top of my head. I That's can't horrible. either, but, but so it's a short wait. period of time. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. Um, so if you go to ebacademics.com forward slash membership, you'll learn all about our membership, exactly what it entails. Um, but more than anything, it's beyond just the content, the great, amazing resources that you get as an EB teachers club member. It's about the community, right? It's about who you get to be around teachers that are excited to show up every day that want to be their best selves that want to get their students engaged. And I feel like, you know, you are so much who you surround yourself by and the community that we have in the EB teachers club is just an absolutely wonderful, supportive place to be. They truly are. I mean, I know we're a little biased, but they are so generous with their time and their ideas. And it's, it's just like having all your teacher friends in one place to build you up and get you excited. And I love that community. Yes. So join us before enrollment close closes, go to ebacademics.com forward slash membership. And we cannot wait to welcome you in and have a wonderful school year together. We're so stoked about it. All right, you guys have a wonderful rest of the week and we will see you next week on the podcast. We're switching gears and we're going to start talking specifically about writing for the next couple of weeks on the podcast. So obviously that's something we love a lot. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys have a good one. Bye.